Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Tiffany in Rome, Katie in Seattle. And today we are going to start, I think, unless you highly object, Tiffany, with a voice memo that you sent me recently. Just yesterday, I believe, as we're recording this. I always worry when you say you're going to share a voice memo because I'm like, what was I doing at the time? (laughs) What did I say? Was I babbling? Because I tend to send long voice messages and babble a lot. Well, I mean, you also tend to send voice messages when you don't have time to type. So you're often like doing something else. I think I was brushing my teeth when I sent you that message, actually. Yeah. Or yeah, but I might have I might have paused in the brushing. I hope. (laughs) Or you might have been playing like sometimes I can hear a ball bouncing around in the background. And that's a radio playing. One of the reasons why I wanted to share this voice memo was not just because of what you say in it, but because of Aurelio's surprise appearance, (laughs) which might be a delight only to me. But uh, (laughs) let's take a listen, and then we'll introduce what the larger topic is. It's so weird. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but like, I've just noticed in the past two days, like things have been, I mean, little things, it's nothing big, nothing dramatic, but like little things have just been like lining up as far as like scheduling. And so I have to go to my tax preparer this week. And so I've been trying to make an appointment for my Italian taxes. And I've been having a really hard time getting an appointment. And finally, like, I found a way to do it online. And so I had just talked to Liam about doing the uh, interview. And it was when we were going to do it on Wednesday. And I went online and there was an appointment on Wednesday. that I was going to have to wait weeks. And there was an appointment on Wednesday. I was like, oh, fantastic. So I went to, you know, I made sure that I like, you know, I had childcare and, and everything and I had a way to get to the Metro and blah, 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 all of that. And then I went to book the appointment and the appointment was gone. And I was like, oh, great. Um, now I have to go into the city twice in a row, which, you know, I always try to avoid, <laughs> you know, I try to like do two or three different things in a day. If I go, hi, Annie, if I go, go. It's Katie. It's Katie. Oh, hi, Katie. <laughs> Go play with Vivan. You know, if I'm going all the way into the city, it takes so much time and effort to get into the city. I like to have more than one thing to do. But I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. It's fine. And then I went on to book, anyways, to book the appointment on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. It wasn't available, so I booked it on Thursday. So I made the appointment on Thursday, and then Liam got back to me. He's like, oh, I can't do Wednesday. I can do Thursday. And I'm like, Fantastic. <laughs> So that was one. And then another one was that Aurelio does this little thing at school on Friday afternoons in May. It's like a little prayer thing. It really means a lot to him. The parents come and every class has a different day. And like the second grade class is Friday. And at the end of the day, like right before they finish school, they do prayers to the Virgin Mary because it's May is the month of the Virgin Mary. Anyways, long story short, I've been I've missed it like every single Friday this month. And this week, I was like, this is the last week. I am not going to miss it. But they have a field trip on Friday. So all week, I've been worrying about this. And I've been like, are they going to do their little prayers? They have a field trip. They're not getting back until late. And all the moms on the group chat were like, oh, no, they're definitely not going to do it. And I was all disappointed. And then today, at like 3.30, I just like, it wasn't even, it was like 3.15. He gets, he gets out at like 3.50. I was like, you know what? I'm going to call the school. I'm just going to call the school and see. And so I called the school and I was like, are they, are the second graders going to be doing the prayer on Friday? And they're like, no, they're doing it today. And I was like, what? 
And she's like, yeah, I actually have to go because they're about to start. And so, like, I got in the car and I, like, made it there just in time. And now this, la- the, tonight, as I was waiting, for, I really had to finish his endless dinner. I was so exhausted. And I was like, oh, God, I just want to go to, I just want to go to bed. I just want to get in bed and read. Oh, And I was, like, really not feeling the energy to do two episodes. And then you were like, we could do it tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, this is crazy how, like, all of these things are just lining up. I know they're small things, but... I wonder if there's anything to that. So basically the idea is the surprise alignment of your day, right? Right. Well, when your schedule just, even though your best attempts went awry, outside factors were like, here, let me fix this for you. (laughs) Yeah, your schedule's a mess. Let me go ahead and align this in a better route for you. Yeah, and and the Liam, I should mention that you mentioned in that Liam Callanan, who is going to be a guest in the coming weeks, he's an author of a new book called When in Rome. And so you were trying to arrange an interview with him while he was indeed in Rome. And and what I loved about Aurelio's surprise appearance is I have never heard him say my full name. (laughs) And, And it made me wonder, is this kid somehow listening to this podcast? Because are we gonna- Oh yes, that's how he knows your last name. He doesn't listen to it often, but like every so often we'll be in the car and I'll be like trying to put on a podcast that he doesn't like, like if I'm driving him to swimming lessons or something. And I'll be like, can we listen to the rest of his history? And he's like, no, let's listen to your podcast. And so occasionally I'll put it on. And so that's how he knows your last name. That's very cute. Very cute. So about this accidental alignment. So today was the day that you were actually talking about the aligned day. So how did it actually work out in the end? Well, first of all, I just want to caveat this. It's all really small stuff. It's not like, oh my gosh, I met, you know, like my future husband when I happen (laughs) to be in this place. And then all of a sudden this like literary agent appeared or this offered me this amazing book deal. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then you found $5,000 in a plastic bag. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) These are the small things, the real things. And things that I think you don't remember, because I asked you before we started, do you have any moments like this? And you're like, I can only think of big stuff, because I think when it happens and it's small stuff, you might notice in the moment, but you don't necessarily remember it long term. But because I, like so many people, since COVID have become a bit of a homebody, and don't really like to especially fight the Roman traffic or drag myself to the metro, more often than I need to, I try to do two or three things in the same day. When I go into Centro, So we met in Prati, and if you know Rome, you know that Prati, the neighborhood near the Vatican, is quite a large neighborhood. And it can, you know, it can be 15, 20 minutes walk between two spots in the same neighborhood. And I had another errand to run the same day, which was I had to pick up a very fancy mocha espresso maker for my friend Maeve, who I'm going to visit in Belgium in a couple of days. And it's a very specific machine that she wants and I only have a couple of days left to get it. So I found a coffee shop that was not that far from the cafe. It was kind of, you know, like maybe 10 minutes walking. And so I was like, okay, perfect. I'll meet Liam. I'll do the interview. I'll pick up the coffee maker. And then I'll go to my tax planner who was like maybe a 15 minutes, but in the other direction from the coffee place. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that I didn't have time. Liam and I talked for so long that I, I had just enough time to get to the to the accountants. And so I was like, well, I'll just pick it up after. And on my way there, two doors over from the accountant's office was another 
the Bialetti coffee shop that sells those coffee makers. It was the same type of shop, had the same product. And so I didn't have to drag myself back across town. So actually three things aligned perfectly. That's pretty good and and very un-Roman of you to try to get so much done in a day. Well, I always try. I always try because I don't want to have to... The traffic... If you go like at certain hours of the day, there's it's the traffic isn't bad, but most times of day, it's really painful. And I've discovered that it's not just the time because I don't drive very much anymore and I don't fight traffic specifically. Like if I'm driving, it's I'm going to pick up Aurelio from school. You know, there's no traffic on that route. But the real heavy Roman traffic in the center of the city and leading into the center of the city and back out again, it stresses me out. And I did, I don't think I, I realized it before how much it stresses me out. And so I try to avoid it whenever I can. So yes, I do try to stack those things. And as you know, it's not always easy, but sometimes works out. I'm curious, actually, it's a side note. Maybe you don't know because you don't leave your houses often anymore. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, here in Seattle, I'd be interested to hear from other people in other parts of the world. Here in Seattle, the traffic patterns, while atrocious much of the time, are a little different than they were prior to COVID. In general, if you're on the road during any time around office hours on a Tuesday through a Thursday, you are going to be screwed. But if it's a Monday or Friday, smooth sailing. Really? Yeah. Because so many people work from home, maybe just those days. Yep. Yep. And it really has changed my approach to when and where I feel like I can move in the city at what times of day. Interesting. But anyway, that's a side note. So the advice we'd always given people for approaching life living in Rome is that you should never try to do more than one thing in a day. Well, it's not that you shouldn't try. It's that you should feel... Uh, a sense of victory if you get one thing done a day. I think if you want to go ahead and try to do more, but even if you just get one, that is still an accomplishment. So you must be feeling like a serious sense of triumph today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Generally especially, speaking. Especially because my taxes were so simple this year that he was able to not only put all the information in and calculate my refund and all of that stuff, but he was able to to print out all the receipt for me and so that I didn't have to come back and pick it up on a different date. It's just done. <laughs> well, I feel like I contributed to something like this today. And let me tell you the example. This is kind of in the reverse. So on the Wednesday, when you're supposed to do everything and everything gets canceled and moved to Thursday, there's also that equal feeling of like, great, Thursday is going to line up great. And now Wednesday, all of a sudden I have all of this space that I didn't have before. Like originally this was taken up and now it's a vast open land of Tiffanyville. And I just, <laughs> right before you and I got on to tape, I had a massage scheduled this afternoon. I know, it's a hard oh. life. Uh, nice. And this massage therapist and me go back way, way, way back. I think I've probably been going to see her now for 20 years, maybe more. I'm not sure. But anyway, she's now pretty much mostly retired, operates out of her home, is definitely a kind of relaxed person who likes to be alone and uh, likes to sleep in as well. And so I had called her right before you and I were going to get together because I didn't want to call her before noon, <laughs> not to be mm -hmm. rude. But I was also experiencing like an upcoming conflict. I was supposed to go to her house and get this massage, but then I also have to be at this work dinner tonight. 
And so I was called her up and just said, hey, I know we're scheduled for such and such a time. We're going to have to like keep it limited because sometimes we chat and, you know, hang out. And I'm like, I really don't have time. So we're going to have to just like do it and get out <laughs> so I can make it to this dinner. And she says, or we could just schedule it on a different day. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that would be good. But I don't want to leave you in the lurch. I can definitely get there. I mean, I know I'm calling you just a couple hours before I'm supposed to be there. And she's like, yeah, but you don't want to have to rush around, you know, after after a massage. And I'm like, well, if you would enjoy having the day off. And she's like, I wouldn't love having the day off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think so, I think we don't, when we have to cancel something, we often think that we're going to be disappointing that other person. And a lot of times they're thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do know. But I mean, Seattle is also classic for being a place where people cancel plans. So is Rome. Oh, so is Rome. And in fact, I remember when I first moved to Rome, someone who had lived here longer than me said, one of the great things about being in Italy is that it's so easy to cancel plans. You can just be like, no me va, no me va. I don't feel like it. I'm sorry. No me va, no me va. You know, it's just like, it, it's such an acceptable excuse for why you're not going to go out with the person that evening or, you know, you're just not going to go to the movie or you're not going to go to the dinner party. It's classic and people don't really argue with it. And it's true. Huh. That's interesting because I, I, I don't know. And I don't know if it's a COVID thing or an aging thing or what, but I feel like when people cancel or when whatever I had best laid plans get moved, oftentimes my initial feeling is, oh, great. You know, I can just take a walk or kick around the house or whatever. But then as the evening goes on, it's not that I feel like, oh, I wish I was out, but I'm also like, I should be doing something. Like, I should not just be relieved to hang around my house. And I think it's a, it feels like to me a, a COVID holdover, you know, because in general, most days of the week, and I think this is the same for you, most days of the week, by the evenings, I'm tired and I'm also home, right? Which is fine yeah. because I'm tired. But at the same point, you're like, surely I should be doing more with my life than watching this show on Netflix and going to bed, you know? <laughs> Surely this is, I live in a city. There must be things going on out there. But there is also that real momentum of, but then I'll have to drive all the way over there. And But I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, I can't drive and park. And, you know, I just, I don't, I don't <laughs> like want to be. Like me? No, I mean, um, I just don't want to be a person who no, doesn't true. put in it, an effort, you know, to actually like I know. vary my life from time to time and, and, Coming out of COVID, I have a real desire to have life be very varied, but I also still have that very much pajama pants by 6 p.m. mentality still that I'm not quite sure how to get out of, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you could do like make a, a decision to try one new restaurant every month, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, for dinner, not for lunch for dinner uh -huh. and you could go with Derek or you could go with a friend that would be maybe a way yeah that would be a way certainly I mean you already started going to the opera so you're already doing <laughs> that's true pretty well but I mean just the fact that you decided to do this new thing I mean I think that you're doing okay I don't think you should be so hard on yourself no I, I it's funny because I keep hearing that from people like everyone's like oh no you're doing so many interesting things and it's true I am in my general work life there's a lot of different things, projects happening right now. But at the same point, it's like how you feel inside. 
I know it looks interesting from the outside, but does it feel as interesting as I wanted to on the inside? That's what I'm kind of battling, I think. Hmm. The internal perception of my life. I see. Oh, I see. I am reading this book right now, which I'm loving. It's called Heartburn mm -hmm. by Nora Ephron. Nora Ephron famously wrote When Harry Met Sally. Mm -hmm. I didn't know she'd written any novels. I bought it because it's it's now part of a collection that I'm collecting. Okay. And uh, Claudio gave it to me for Mother's Day. I told him to give it to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mother's Day coming is coming up. What about a book? And he's like, okay, which just order it and I'll give you the money. <laughs> I'm like, how so romantic. Romantic, yes. Uh, but anyways, I'm I'm loving it. It's so funny. And there's a few Harry when Harry met Sally lines in it. But just what made me think the reason I thought to bring it up is because it's just about this youngish married couple. They're probably in their late thirties. Part of it they're living in New York, part of it they're living in Washington, DC. And yes, it's a book. It's a novel. It is not fact it's not somebody's life it's something invented but man these people like they're always doing something they're always at a dinner party or they're at a show opening or they're at a they're just constantly doing things like these people seem like they are never at home and i just feel like so far from that world yeah i know but the truth is we're probably often out doing really interesting things and if those people weren't in a novel they'd probably be at home like four out of this <laughs> you know seven days they'd be reading something. our books yeah home. reading our books the books we stayed home to write yeah exactly <laughs> yeah well i mean and that's that's actually a good point because there are certain professions that require a significant amount of time alone and yeah. being a writer is one of them i mean yes you need to be out in the world you need to you know, you need to understand human nature. You need to meet people. You need to see things. You need to be inspired, obviously. But you also need that time alone. And I don't know about you, but I cannot write. I, w I don't want to say I can't write anywhere but home, but I am not one of those people who can like sit in a cafe and concentrate and get actual work done. I get too distracted. I can do cafe, but I think it's almost more that uh, if I stay up too late, the morning is when I do the best writing. And if I'm too tired in the morning, then it's like more like you ruin that time. I well, yeah, that's another thing. That's I mean, it's some writers do write at night. I write when I have time, <laughs> right? When I can fit it in. <laughs> but it is, you know, it is a profession that does require alone time. I work in radio and in and writing stuff, and and they're kind of almost opposite. They're not opposite in their mental practice, but they are often kind of opposite in their performance, I guess. One's pretty extroverted, one's pretty internal, and we're both kind of extroverted people. But I don't know. I mean, do you feel like when you're on a day like today where you go out, everything lines up, it's a mix of like getting stuff done, talking to somebody interesting, being in the center of the city, seeing people going this way and that way historic sites just casually because you live in Rome. Do you feel good, like different, better after a day like that? I, I, or I felt very energized by the city today, but I should also point out that it's been raining in Rome almost nonstop for over a month. And the sun has finally come out like in the last two days. It was just perfect weather. It was a little bit cooler than it usually is in late May, mm. so, which I like. Um, you know, we sat outside for the interview and, you know, birds are chirping 
and the city is just being its beautiful self and Prati is nowhere near as touristy unless you're right up by the Vatican. If you're in sort of like closer to the other side of Prati, there's there's not a lot of tourists there. Mm-mm. And so it feels more like any city with full of locals and which is nice, you know, for, as a, for a change when you're in the center of Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely felt energized. I, I felt really happy sort of walking from one place to the next even though it wasn't like the beautiful, beautiful side of Rome, it was still just really nice to be out. And like you said, talking to someone interesting, talking about books, talking about Rome and Paris and, you know, getting a really boring chore done that I had to do, but I got it done really quickly, stuff like that. And so, yes, and I, and I did, I did kind of have that thought. I was like, I shouldn't stay home so much. I should come into the city more. And, and in fact, I had, reached out to a friend of mine who lives in Prati. And I always kind of reach out to her whenever I'm in Prati to be like, hey, are you around? Because I know she works from home too. She eventually got back to me. She's like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not around there. And I was like, it's so nice. I feel like staying out. But the pull to go home was stronger. Mm -hmm. It really, even though it was a beautiful day, if I'd had someone to hang out with, I would have been like, let's have lunch. You know, this has been a perfect morning. Let's cap it off with a perfect lunch. But not having someone to share it with, I didn't feel like calling up in a cafe and reading. I didn't feel like sitting on a park bench. I just felt like, okay, it's time to go back home, be with my kid, you know, get some work, other work done. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, despite how wonderful it felt. Yeah. But I am a very, you said extrovert. I'm a social beast. I like, mm-hmm. like people give me energy. When I'm at home, I actually pref- kind of prefer to be alone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like a sacred space. But when I'm out, I really like to be with other people. Yeah, I totally get that. Same here. Not that I can't be alone. I have traveled alone and there's so much value in that. But, um, you know, it's, it's always more enjoyable to share a beautiful day with someone else yeah i totally agree with that and plus i feel like you know both well especially me in the last 10 years but you also have spent quite a bit of time wandering around cities alone it can be lovely but it also yeah on certain days you're like it would be so nice to actually be hanging out with somebody right now yeah i totally get that momentum to go (laughs) home i spent two days this week working at the local npr station doing the news headlines all day And it's just such a different mindset, but it's also kind of like being back at my old home, you know, (laughs) being back at the station. There's a lot of new people there that I'm meeting and learning about. Uh, There's some of the old school people that I worked with still there. But it is a totally different mindset from me in my office working on this podcast or working on writing or whatever it is I'm doing versus me being in a news booth, you know, with three minutes talking to the engineer like through a little microphone he's like giving me the high sign like you're about to go and then uh doing the the big challenge that all people who are on the radio know how to do is talk a lot to a very specific time you know you got two minutes and 10 seconds for the newscast and you're trying to hit it dead on every time and and all of the complications and stumbles and rewriting of copy that you have to do frantically within that period of two minutes and 10 seconds. It's just a totally different mindset and one that um, 
I think it's really good for me to stick into my life from time to time. Not just the social aspects of like what it's like to be in yes. an office where you're chatting as you get your coffee with other people, but also just this live skill, you know, you're not dreaming of the book that's to be, you're in the news that's happening today. And it's just a different, a totally different thing. And in a way, it's not the same as your whole day lining up, like from one thing to another, to another, to another. But there is something that's sort of like that on being on the radio is that like, if you hit the time mark dead on, and you didn't stumble once over clunkily written copy, <laughs> and you just did it flawlessly to the perfect time, it is such an internal victory, one that nobody listening appreciates, you know, because they're used to sort of this yeah. flawless delivery. They're used to perfection. They are. And the only, we used to always joke that the only time people know you got it, the only time people notice in radio what it, how hard it is what you're doing is when you mess it up, when you don't right. hit it right. Right. <laughs> you know? Um that's good. It's a good reminder. Yeah, it's a good reminder. Yeah. So I guess that that'll be my example for how things all lined up earlier this week. All right. Well, we should <laughs> leave. We should leave it there. We do still have a few spaces open for our big Rome trip. You've been hearing about it all along. If you want more information, send us an email, bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. And like I said, don't be shy. Uh, you might be listening to this a few weeks out and you think, surely that's sold out by now. You never know. You might as well send a note to bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com if you want to join Tiffany and me on the most amazing tour of Rome this October. It's going to be a remarkable trip. It really is. I, the more I talk to people about it, the more I'm just over the moon excited about everything that we're going to be doing. <laughs> and so, yes, if you're interested, send an email yeah, to bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. All right. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Join us again. Bye. Bye.